Today, we will talk about Open Sky Tomato, the new assortment of free range tomatoes. Welcome to Gardeners Radio by Lubera Edibles, the podcast for professional gardeners. We are talking about edible plants. My name is Frederik Vollert, and at Lubera Edibles, I'm responsible for product development. Today, my guest in this Gardeners Radio is Markus Kobelt, founder of Lubera and co-founder of Lubera Edibles. Markus, now you're doing also tomato breeding. What's, what's behind that? You know, uh, tomatoes are berries. We all learned in school uh, that uh, also tomatoes are berries. So that's the reason we are producing them now and pre uh, breeding them now. No, in all earnest, uh, uh, I always dreamed to, to do tomatoes one day. Uh, tomatoes are the first fruits I ate or I can remember eating as a child. Uh, perhaps I was two, three years old with my parents and it was all... Only time we were in holidays in the canton of Tessin in, in southern Switzerland, near Italy, in a tent. And it was raining all day long. My father was digging, a, 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 how do you say, a kennel around the tent that the water was going in this, in this, uh, in this row. And uh, but there were, as always, there some, some hours and No days, only hours of sunshine, and we went to a market. And the market man uh, with the vegetables uh, gave me a tomato. And it was so red and so shiny and so beautiful that I didn't eat it. Uh, it was just too beautiful. And I remember having it beside my bed in the tent, raining day and looking at the tomatoes. <laughs> That's my first, first uh, thing, memory of tomatoes. And I always knew I, one day I will breed tomatoes. On the personal side, of course, I'm not really the tomato breeder. I'm, I'm perhaps the impresario of the tomato breeder. It's uh, Moritz Köhler, uh, who came to us uh, some years ago and uh, brought in and built up uh, tomato breeding, uh, potato breeding and sweet potato breeding and a little bit other vegetables. So that's his, his side he brought in our breeding. And, uh, but... Uh, Yeah, it was a dream and it's coming true. But are there not enough uh, tomato varieties on the market? Too, um, too many besides ours. So what is the specialty of, of your tomato breeding? We are breeding for here, for our climate. Yeah, you know, tomatoes didn't come from this climate. They came from Middle and South America, and and uh, there may be another climate than here, uh, for sure, with uh, not so much rain. And we are breeding tomatoes for here, which you can grow without any helping things, without the tent, without the tomato house in Middle Europe and also in UK. Uh, and uh, so that's the goal. And all our varieties in our open sky assortment will be varieties you can do so and if one day they because we see in in some older tolerant varieties resistant varieties we are testing that sometimes uh, the phytophthora uh, uh, is is changing very fast and it's possible that one day one variety is not good enough anymore then it will go out 
and we will bring others. It's an ongoing pro project. And also on the resistance side, we have to go forward. And especially we have to combine tolerances. We are working in, that's a little bit of difference to potatoes, where we have really zero one resistances, where you don't see phytophthora at all the whole season. And we have more tolerances, where you see a little bit of phytophthora in the lower lower uh, leaves uh, end of the season, but it's not going forward. And uh, uh, it's an ongoing project to combine different types of, of uh, phytophthora resistance or tolerance in our varieties. And that's our goal. And we want to combine this focus on resistance with diversity, diversity in sizes and colors and eating qualities. So, so you said uh, you breeding open sky tomatoes, so no cover needed. So how how is your breeding work done? So 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 um, how do you do your breeding work or, or selection work? Yeah. Uh, The first thing is perhaps uh, that you have to know your parents. So every year we are testing not hundreds, but uh, almost hundred uh, different varieties to look how good are the tolerances, resistance. We are also interested in partial uh, uh, tolerances. For example, some years ago we have seen that the indigo varieties from the US, from Oregon, have a partial uh, uh, tolerance to Phytophthora early on, later on they break down. And we have combined this in some varieties with big success, combined with other partial uh, tolerances. Uh, this gives a, 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 big, a big impact on the overall mm -hmm. resistance of our varieties. So we are screening varieties and then we are using them on different ways, if they are seed-stable varieties of, or if they are F1 hybrids uh, for our breeding. Uh, what, what do you do? Uh, screening in greenhouse or op open field? or Yes, uh, open field. So we only are doing the breeding work mostly in half open uh, tomato houses uh, because it's just more productive and it's easier. Uh, but uh, normally the, the parent varieties we have on both sides, we have in the journals, but also we have in the, in the open field because only in the open field we see the reality. In, in breeding nowadays, where everybody is speaking about, uh, about uh, uh, technical methods of breeding, which perhaps are also going actively into the genome uh, uh, or, or only assessing the genome. Uh, it's very important that we relearn that the most important thing in plant breeding is how the plant reacts in the reality out there on the field. Yeah? An example, first we thought that it would be a possibility there are three known resistances or tolerances to phytophthora P P, uh, pH 1, uh, 2, and 3. Yeah, pH 1 is even uh, not existing any, any, anymore, or the phytophthora can, can uh, break it down, but 2 and 3. And we thought we could, we could early on uh, uh, off the seedlings take leaves and then uh, uh, select for, for the ones who have these two or three resistances. So you've done this uh, yes, gene market test. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, We are very happy that it didn't work so well and uh, so that we had all plants till the end. <laughs> and then we have seen that the most interesting ones at that stage of the breeding weren't the one with uh, pH 2 and 3, but with other partial tolerances. Yeah? Especially also 
we can say it, we used a lot of the of the varieties of the company Culinaris for our breeding. They have done a fantastic work. They still are doing uh, fantastic work. I can recommend their varieties also. We were using and are using them for breeding. We will also use our varieties for breeding. So very good partners. And uh, uh, these varieties were much more productive for our resistance breeding than others. But we are combining other types of resistances. We are combining uh, this um, heavy growing uh, type plants of culinaris with uh, more compact resistant plants with a pH 2 and 3 resistance than to partial resistances you have in, in shrub tomatoes, semi-determinated um, uh, shrub tomatoes, and also the partial resistance we see or tolerance we see in the uh, black, black uh, shaped, uh, black colored tomatoes. So that's the way we are working and we are Always also in, in wild tomatoes, we are searching for resistances and tolerances we can bring in into our gene pool. So um, I, I know you will um, bring four varieties on the market. So I uh, last autumn, I was um, in, involved in the end selection together with Markus and the Lubera breeder um, Moritz Köhle. So I, I know there are four then will come four varieties. So what are the USPs of these four varieties? Yes, uh, resistance. I think that's... If you are planting uh, open sky tomato, you must be and can be sure that they will do in all circumstances in Middle Europe. Uh, also, if you have a rainy year as last year. So that's the most important thing. Um, there are... Uh, Stick tomatoes, or what is our steak, 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 steak tomatoes? So upright growing tomatoes. So they have to have a steak, otherwise they don't work. Uh, normally they are very fast growing, so you can even take two steaks and have two uh, branches going up, and uh, you have to plant them in May. But if you are doing so minimally, uh, you can also then you can stop your work almost. Uh, uh, of course, if you take out side shoots, productivity and the growth becomes better, but it's not 100% necessary. And, uh, and uh, they are working. So that's a guarantee we are giving. And then besides this, we, we want to develop better quality and also diversity. Diversity is a very important goal in the future. For the moment, we have especially three cherry tomatoes, a smaller one and also the sweetest one is the sugarette and beside the high sugar uh, it's also very firm very you have them in, in in your mouth and you take the teas and they are exploding with with sugar and and uh, sap so uh, i think perhaps generally if you like sweet tomatoes the best eating of our varieties Perhaps not the yes, most I, interesting I, for you. I, I, for you, I, I it's can, the best. Yes, I can not agree with this. So uh, <laughs> it's it's my my personal favorite. Yes, why not? Because I'm not really <laughs> on the. I think tomatoes have so much to offer, otherwise than sugar, that uh, I'm not so much. But I know that many people like sweet tomatoes. Then we have a yellow one with a very fast grower, very secure in growing. So it's 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 going. It's just faster than Phytophthora. And uh, a, a very bright yellow, and uh, and uh, a very fresh, fresh experience when eating. 
Then uh, we have a, a bigger tomato, a salad tomato, middle-sized, good quality. Uh, also, the skin is not too hard, so it's, it's no problem to eat. Very easy. You can also eat by hand. And for me, the most interesting is uh, the first resistant um, black red tomato. So it's it's uh, it's it's very new. This is uh, kind of heavy black, yes, because uh, this type of black varieties is not so old, about ten years old. It was developed uh, from from new genetics from from South America by uh, I think a university in Oregon and the breeder in Oregon. Uh, all these indigo varieties, and they brought with them a partial resistance to to to, to uh, blight, late blight, early blight. And we have used them for resistance breeding and also now for more diversity. And they have also different type of eating experience of quality. Uh, they have another type of acidity, not sharp, but very impressive. And they have this umami, umami taste, uh, which is very difficult to, to describe, but in the end it's fleshy taste and, uh, and uh, that's a typical variety for this. And I see this type of taste, which I like very much, especially in black tomatoes and especially also in Happy Black, our open sky uh, black variety. And it's the first black uh, tomato with a, with a defined, good, really working resistance against uh, late blight. So when when will be the release of these varieties? So I think you will um, sell the first right the first tomato plants on uh, lubera.com this spring. Is it right? I think so. That's uh, lubera.com has not an exclusivity for varieties uh, which are sold and produced by Lubera Edibles. Also, if they are sister companies, so it's our politics to give them to everybody who wants to to buy them, but. Normally, when you start new varieties, you have not uh, the quantities and you have not the demand. You don't know how to make to produce. So you, we are producing first always for our sister company, Lubera.com, which are selling online. And, uh, but also this season, this spring, there are test plants for people who are interested in just ask uh, Frederick for it. And uh, I think uh, for 2023, all quantities are possible if you are prepared, if you are uh, ordering them. So it's but very important the products. But order as soon as possible. Yes. So. yes. Uh, because also in tomatoes, we have a production cycle of, of about 50 months to produce the quantities we need because we are not producing by seeds. We are producing by vegetative propagation, uh, micropropagation. That's a difference in our breeding and in our multiplication system. It's the first time this is done. And uh, it gives uh, healthier plants, it gives more growth, even more resistance if you are producing uh, micro-propagated plants. And, and uh, there we have a production forecast of about 15 months. So it's very important if you need your quantities for spring 2023, order now. Yes. So what uh, um, of my my personal um, knowledge about these varieties, I uh, just uh, want to say it uh, in, uh, in in some uh, some short words. Um, last year, my um, own uh, vegetable garden at at my house was another se selection point for for these varieties. 
Inofficially. In, in, <laughs> <laughs> so I um, um, tested all the variety candidates and I have to say the um, all these four varieties uh, which are now in the um, open sky assortment are really the best ones. So we had to, we, we could um, harvest tomatoes until beginning of October, until the first frost uh, yeah, uh, just killed the plant. So the uh, whole summer we don't have to buy any, any single tomato, just uh, could harvest all tomatoes we need from our garden. Yeah. So tomato breeding at Lumera will go forward. It's uh, one of our biggest projects besides uh, strawberries, raspberries, blackberries, and uh, potatoes and sweet potatoes. These are the bigger projects. We have much more, but they are not as big as these. And the goals will be still always. Always an open sky tomato will be a resistant one. You can grow without coverage uh, uh, in Middle Europe in all years and we want to uh, to develop this assortment in direction of more diversity different types of fruits but also different types of growth so de determinate or half uh, determinate varieties shrub varieties balcony varieties and so on so this is the goal for the future and uh, also more types, bigger ones, smaller ones, uh, weird ones, uh, uh, more types of tomatoes. And uh, I think it will be, I, I know the pipeline, I know the breeding process, and it will be again about three years, four years, till we will have uh, new varieties. So not every year we will have new tomato varieties, but every three, four years there will be, for sure. Mm -hmm. And uh, they always will be the ones you can... You can uh, you can grow without bore machine. What is a bore machine? A drilling machine. A drilling machine. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, go on planting and growing tomato plants. Yeah. Thank you, Markus, uh, for this uh, very interesting view into your um, to tomato work. Yeah, we are end of the we are at the end of this episode. So thank you for listening. And if you have any questions or comment. Do not hesitate to um, write me directly uh, at uh, frederick.follard at luberaedibles.com. Yeah, now we are at the end and our next episode will be about sugar root sweet potatoes. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hearing Gardens Radio by Lubera Edibles. You find us on every platform for podcasts, Spotify, Apple, and of course, on our website, www.luberoedibles.com. Go on gardening.